Hello, hello, you guys. You are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 90, the three major stages of life. Now, you may have heard this in, I've done a few um, three and five minute talks on this topic, and I um, explain little bits and pieces of it in my content, my lives and everything like that. However, I really want to put this together in a 15 minute fill up and spend five minutes on each phase of life because it's it's something that can't necessarily be shortcutted, if that's a term, a shortcut it can definitely be accelerated. So it is, these phases are very necessary to experience in life because it is part of the natural growth and evolution process. However, you can see that it's happening and accept that it's happening and then take some inspired and healthy action around it. So I want to explain these three major phases and you can look for yourself where you're at, where you've been, um, when you've gone through each one, if you're still go, if you're in one right now, and so it's a really great way to gauge what, where you're at, what you may want, and to see and be able to compare what you're chasing and what you think you want for more, maybe more of what like your soul wants as opposed to what your ego wants. And so the very first stage. I'm going to explain them from my perspective, like my timeframes in life, but you may have experienced these at different timeframes in life. So the very first stage is called the shock and awe phase, which for me was right when I got out of college and it was a shock and awe. I looked around and had bills and student loans and, uh, insurance and taxes and like I was just like oh this is adulthood oh shit (laughs) and it was really um there were definitely phases and feelings of like not fair or what the shit or like I am not prepared for this and just different overwhelming feelings and factors so I love to call that the shock and awe phase because Obviously, we weren't 100% sure what to expect, and then when we got it, it kind of hits you like a brick house, and so (laughs) it's not anything graceful, and you really are kind of navigating as you go because things are so new and there's so much newness so rapidly like uh you graduate college that's a huge phase and it's also a major ending now maybe you ended high school and went into the workforce or college and then went into the workforce either way that that's it's still a very heavy transition because for the previously in your life you've been in school and that's a very predictable structure especially when you've been doing it for anywhere from you know 12 to 14 to 16 to 20 years of schooling uh, you get really used to that (laughs) and so then you get out and it doesn't look the same and you aren't surrounded by support structures anymore some careers may be support structures uh, especially if it is very you know organized or again structured or routine based but for the most part, there still is that ending and then recalibration and new phase and a lot more responsibility uh, put on to you and a lot more things to consider. And so the shock and awe phase can like, it hits you 
it's shock and then awe and then shock again and more awe and like, oh my God, oh, oh shit. So you can really sense that. And I really sense that out of college and um, in my first teaching job and moving back home and then trying to like figure out life from there. And a lot of it comes at you all at once to consider. And so um, as I share that this was for me, it was for after college, you may want to look in your life like, what was the most memorable shock and awe phase of your life? And I invite you to really be with it, kind of run it through your mind and acknowledge it as that stage and see what you discover differently by looking at it with that label or yeah, calling it what it is and then discovering like, whoa, I was definitely dealing with some shock and awe, which also some of those feelings come anxiety, uh, resentment, or uh, some anger, maybe some sadness. You start to see things that you never really saw in your life, and and they're coming at you from a whole new perspective. Um, There could be, I think, I don't know if I said frustration, but yeah, just a lot of different things. And then just pure astonishment, too, like the, like, whoa, that... um, overwhelm or just you know fire hose kind of feeling (laughs) so shock and awe and then as that doesn't last for too long you know maybe six months a year maybe two years but ultimately you start to recalibrate and you start to practice your survival skills that you know and this new phase I call in in my own experience and then in the age of humanity that we're in in the technology age I call this social media syndrome now social media syndrome is the concept of like us trying to live up to each other's external standards society-based standards uh, social norms expectations whether they be moral ethical like within religions within school structures or ethnic cultures but we're really trying to live up to Uh, imaginary timelines, imaginary expectations and standards. And we really kind of judge ourselves against them. We um, measure ourselves and our success against this experience and this phase, the social media syndrome. And so, I mean, quite literally in this time of the world, it's that we're watching everybody else's highlight reel on social media, looking at our news feeds and saying, so-and-so got married, so-and-so had a baby, this couple did this, and this person went on a vacation, and this person started a business. And, you know, we're watching everybody and I love, I think it's Eleanor Roosevelt, that comparison is the thief of joy. And it's the simplest quote, and it's so underrated, because if we would always come back to the fact that when we don't feel good, we're doing some form of comparison, um, comparing our current circumstance to our future vision, comparing ourselves to our sibling, Uh, comparing ourselves to where our parents were at our age. It's not just like, oh, Susie's got a bigger house than I do. It's like there's a lot of different factors at play and a lot of different directions that comparison goes in and comes from. And so realizing that 
and not falling a victim to comparison. Being able to step outside of comparison is creation. And that is a beautiful place to be. However, it's not supernatural to jump from social media syndrome, comparisonitis, to creation and inspiration. There's a little bit more like a further bridge to walk than that. But I really want to like have you aware of what that social media syndrome is where we're constantly comparing and, you know, look again, look in your life where and when in your life were you doing the keeping up with the Joneses, buying things you couldn't afford, um, dating people you knew weren't good for you, but you were hungry for having a relationship or not being single like we do silly things and we do unnatural things to feel normal or to feel acceptable or um, like we associate in some way and so we struggle with that because we're really trying to fit in but then we feel misunderstood or we feel the internal conflict of living an inauthentic life because, gosh, if we could just understand that there's however many million billions peoples in the world, there's no way all billions of us can follow the same life track, the same life timeline. It's not natural. It's boring. Obviously, I know that's a cheeky answer, but there would be no variety, no nothing. And so we get tricked into thinking that social media syndrome, that this blend in, be normal, status quo, go with the flow uh, is cool or is going to make us seem successful or finally fucking feel good enough. And then you cap out on that. You realize this is bullshit this is a show that we're all putting on and I don't even like half this shit (laughs) that's the coolest part about social media syndrome is the day you wake up and you're like I am chasing someone else's false high like I don't want the most expensive this or the newest that and I don't need six of these things we just need our happiness our health our uh, healthy relationships and our state of mind our emotional well-being and our, our physical well-being as well but you know that's what's important and so we finally get to this last stage which is enough is enough and y'all are my crowd. You may be in the other two stages right now, but your soul is pulling you through to get on this podcast and listen. But um, my crew is the enough is enough crew because that's where transformation starts. And I'm actually going to share in next week's episode, the four stages of transformation. And I love them. I'm obsessed with them. So please tune in to next Monday's 15 minute fill up because I'm talking all to the enough is enough crowd. Like, we're going to celebrate next week. (laughs) And so the enough is enough crowd is dead damn tired of being dead damn tired. And like just over it, over everything, realizing it's bullshit. All of it is like, I don't have to do this and I don't have to struggle. I don't have to be miserable. Like you realize that you get a say so in your life. And usually this comes after a major awakening, um, after like 
it's a final straw type of moment where you just totally are snapped into a different reality and everything that you thought was true isn't and you see it and it's clear and time begins to bend and you know rules begin to bend because you set your life up on a certain construct and that went away you you were chasing the whole social media syndrome you set up this pretty little picture of your life and then it starts to fall apart or you get the whole picture made built painted framed hung on the wall with a beautiful lighting set up on it and then you realize it doesn't make you happy at all you're completely unfulfilled right and then you're stuck there and you're like well now what because you made it to every mountain peak you ever imagined that 16 year old version of you made or pictured or whipped up and you realize oh my god I'm like whatever age in my 20s in my 30s and I've created everything I ever really imagined I got the job I got the relationship whatever or you really put your all of your efforts into one thing and you really capped out and maxed out on that but you realize you're like only a third done with your life and you're like oh well shit now what if you realize that like you will attain everything that you set your mind to start setting your mind to what you really want period we chase you know social media center we chase everybody else's but so this is one of those you're not going to really get to shortcut it but you can certainly accelerate it like if i'm talking to you right now in the shock and awe phase and you're fresh out of something and you're totally blown away by the way life is seeming to be it's like that's okay move through it don't get stuck there don't stay angry don't stay scared or whatever in your victimhood you'll naturally try to like start to find what's next for you and that is where social media syndrome comes in because you say well if that thing makes everybody happy it'll probably make me happy i guess i should try to go for that but no one's really trained us to look within and We do that in our courses with Hearts Unleashed, but it's only after you've done it long enough, like you've looked outside of you long enough to realize there ain't shit out there. It's all within. And that's when you become one of those enough is enoughers. And you're like, I got to find out what's really real. Who am I? What do I want? And you get scared. You get freaked out because at first you can't answer that because you've been too busy chasing everybody else's stuff. And so it's a beautiful phase to be in. The enough is enough crowd is on fire and they are ready to bust some shit up. This is a phase of disruption and it's so beautiful, but it can also be really messy. And that is what kicks off transformation. And so I really want to encourage you to tune in to next week's uh, 15 minute fill up the four phases of transformation. And it's, uh, I already just like literally want to dive right in. So I'm actually going to hit stop and I'm going to record it right now. And it comes out next week. So tune in. You guys, 
guys, if you loved these three different phases of life, please share them with people that you know are in one of these phases, like really evidently in these one of these phases and maybe struggling with getting to the other side of the tunnel. You know what it's like to be there. And you, if you're there right now, I'm sending you tons of love. There's lots of light on the other side of this tunnel if you just walk all the way through it. And so I love you. If you really resonated and you really got something out of this, please go review the podcast, share this episode, share it with a friend, share it on your social media, send me a tag so I can celebrate with you. But let's get this message out there because emotional intelligence, emotional awareness is going to set us free as a community, as a whole, as a population. And we're all the same and we're all going through the same shit in different flavors. So send some love to your people by sharing this episode. I love you. See you next week. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like a wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 